This is Comic Picks by the Glick. And I'm your host, Jason Glick. Good evening, Jason Glick. How are you? I'm good, John. Yourself? Oh, not too bad. You know, it's uh, uh, we're not washed away into the ocean yet, okay? so It's <laughs> <laughs> never going to be a problem considering where we are. Yeah, exactly. But we've gotten a lot more rain than usual, but that's horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. We don't, everywhere else that listen, you know, anyone else that listens to this podcast that's not from Southern or California at all, or Southern California, they're like, what's the big deal about rain in the winter? Anyway, <laughs> so... The thing is, like, we don't get any of it. Yeah, that's the problem, you usually. know. Yeah, small price to pay for living That's a great state. Anyway, so what do you have on tap for us tonight, anyway? Okay, well, I'm talking about, like, one of the, um, like, mo- like um, best-known, like, a manga series, like, amongst a certain audience, I guess, and that's um, Lone Wolf and Cub. Now, this is a series um, by, um, by writer Kazuo Koike and artist Gosuke Kojima. Now, this is a series, like, Started back in the seventies, was a huge success um, for, for for the creators, selling over eight million copies. It's like of its um, 28, 28 volumes, spawning um, several several movies and a couple TV series along. It's like along the way. The thing is, it's like it has a high concept of being about a uh, it's like like an assassin in um, it's like in it's like in the Edo period of Japan, or like the Tokugawa era. It's like who also um, was um, ha- like um, being a father to his son at the same time. So he was basically here's a, here's a guy, a hired killer who'd kill anyone for like five hundred gold pieces, five hundred bio. Um, but he was also you know carting his um, three year old son around at the same time. So you're kind of wondering like, you know what what kind of guy like would um, like go into like be a hired killer? It's like while um, while carting around his son. Well, the guy is um. The guy in question is a guy named Ito Ogami, who was the former um, executioner to the Shogun, and he was damn good at his job. Problem is that he was his position was also coveted by the um, by by the Yagyu clan, like the um, like the uh, like basically like the guys who ran the Shogun's the Shogun's ninja. In the case of the story, is headed by a guy named Retsudo Yagyu. It's like old guy was um, dedicated to expanding his fam his family's power while he had like covered. He was basically responsible for all the like secret intelligence of the Shogun. He also um, covered the co- the post of um, executioner as well. So so the Yagyu framed Ogami for um, for anti Shogun treason and also um, murdered his wife while she was pregnant with his son. But the son lived, and while it's like and while um, Ogami was um, like was forced was ordered by the um, Shogunate to commit seppuku ritual suicide. He said. Fuck that! It's like I'm going to uh, enter the like the um, like a Mefumadu, the road, it's like the road to hell, and become an assassin in order to clear my name. So, so he, um, so he and his son Daigoro um, became um, basically became an assassin, like an assassin team. And you know, it's like that's so that's that's how it is. Like you know, you've got it's like it's it's like it's an interesting concept. It's kind of like it's still kind of wrong to involve a kid like in this kind of thing, like even, even as it sounds today, but sorry, but the writing from, from, from Kuike and um, the art from Kojima, like really um, ele- elevated the story really to the point that, you know, it's like, if you um, thing is that like, you need to get in order to in- fully enjoy a um, little from cub, like the original series, you need to um, get, Disperse yourself with the fact that um, Ogami is going to survive every single encounter he sur- he he, ha- he comes across, whether it's 
like, you know, from some, whether it's some, like, you know, some guy that he's been hired to kill by, by some rich people or just like, you know, like the, uh, like, or just like some, some sort of like, I'm sure like some sort of vengeance, some sort of vendetta by some, or by some poor people or by the latest scheme from the Yagyu or from the um, Shogunate himself. He's going to live through every single one of these until the very end. Spoiler warning for a uh, series that's been over for like three decades now. But that's the, the thing is like, you know, with, um, it's like, what's enjoyable about the original series, Lone Wolf and Cub, is that, um, it's like, Kuike takes you on like a like, thorough um, tour of, um, Ed- of um, Edo era Japan. It's like from, it'll, he'll, he'll take you up, um, like, he'll dig into just about every, like, um, aspect of life in there from its, like, from the sex trade to the, to built, to building bridges, to crossing, like, to crossing rivers, to the, um, to home, like, to home life. It's like all, everything in there. It's like, or like, we'll, we'll see about like, like, um, boot, like, um, Buddhist, um, monks preaching, not preaching nonviolence to, to Ogami, but ultimately show him like the way to, to kill, to kill them in the end. Or just like you know, um, sword masters who, um, who who try to uh, who make a living like telling people, telling people to um whack their heads on the side side of the road, but being um skilled enough to like um do- catch them catch their blades and their um clubs with their hand their hands. So it's so it's it's a uh, it's like it's it's less a story about just like, you know, is this guy going to survive every um challenge he comes across? Don't get hung up on that because he will. He will survive ninety nine point nine 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 percent of them. But it's all about just like enjoying the um, the picture of it's like like of um, feudal Japan that that um, Kuika provides. It's like, and also there is a, an overarching story to it as well. But the um, but it's very episodic for the first twenty or so volumes, really, and. Um, and I say 20 or so volumes, it's like I have the original 28 volume release of it, and I'm not going to replace it, um, even though Dark Horse has reprinted these series in 12 omnibus volumes, because, well, this is strictly personal reasons, but um, back when I was briefly um, writing for IGN, um, I was actually quoted on the back of um, volume 17, saying it was the most perfect example of samurai life you could you could hope for in Japan. It's like, and um, they printed it, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah, man. I'm in print. But, um, you know, I kind of doubt that they've got the same thing on the, uh, like, on Omnibuy, but, you know, I guess I could check and, and then we'll see. But still, it's like, that's why I'm not giving up my volumes for now. But basically, for the first 20 volumes of the series, it's basically just, you know, it's like um, Ito Ogami, Anderson Daigoro, um, like, finding new inventive ways to um, kill, it's like, whoever they've been asked to. Or, you know, just finding um, ways to uh, not kill people according to their specific interpretation of the samurai code, really. Because even though it's like, you know, Ogami like, professes to be on the road, the road of Meifumado, the road to hell, it's like, you know, he's honestly still kind of a, kind of a good guy. Yeah, there will be still do some questionable stuff, it's like, in the end, but, you know, he's still, it's like, you know, fighting on the side of justice. I mean, like, yeah, it's like, even though it's like he's like you know like betraying the samurai code just by being alive you know it's like 
you're, you're still like on his side because we know that, you know, he, he was framed, he was wronged. So we're going to, it's like, so we're going to just like, you know, like go along with him on, like on this devil's road. So, so the, uh, so the series like does get more, more serialized around episode 20, volume 20 or so. Once we get, once, um, it's like, once we find out just why, um, Ogami has been accumulating this giant fortune, which is kind of like a slightly bullshit reason, but also when, um, like, um, Retsudo Yagyu falls, um, f- um, finds up against, um, Abeno Kai, the uh, Shogun's poisoner and, um, find, and this, um, the, uh, main, main big bad guy, of the series finds himself up against a, uh, villain who's worthy of his own schemes. So it's, so that, and, but it's also like, you know, like Ogami's also been like, is also preparing himself for, for the final battle with the Yagyu having killed pretty much everyone else in the Yagyu family. So, so really it's like, the the original run of like of the Lone Wolf and Cub, it's like it's, it's a good episodic like um series about that um really does a good job of like illuminating feudal Japan and also involves involves a strong um serialized aspect at the end. That you know, if you can if you can buy into it, and I think it's fairly easy to. It's like it's it's worth your time. So yeah, and it's also worth noting that this is Dark Horse's most successful manga series of all time. The original 28-volume run of the series um, sold over a million copies for them. But, you know, it's like, and there's always a but here, because, you know, I am deeply critical of Dark Horse's um, manga efforts these days. Um, it's worth noting that this is actually a license rescue from them. This best-selling series of theirs was originally published by um, First Comics back in 1987 with... Um, Iconic covers from Frank Miller, which helped sell the series like for 49 issues, like um, before first comics went under in '92. Now, it's like the uh, now the 12 volume reprint obviously keeps on um, Frank's um, like covers because you know hey he's the best he's the big draw here, but you know it's like it's worth noting that you know in the end like you know rather than actually sell this series themselves, this is a series that Dark Horse. You know, relied on like you know, like another company and Frank Miller in order to help break. So, I guess my um, I can, my um issue here is that you know, while I'm definitely not ungrateful to the fact that they were able to um, like you know, finish this series, but we publish it in its in its entirety. But it's also something that shows that the Dark Horse does have kind of a fundamental weakness in terms of selling stuff that isn't. Um, that that if if it doesn't catch on immediately, like say something with, like with Blade of the Immortal, or if it doesn't have like you know a built-in self actor, like say um, Frank Miller and the audience's exposure to the property back like courtesy of first comics, their Dark Horse is kind of fucked as far as um, selling stuff. So that's 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 my main issue with these. That's why I feel that you know rather than see like I like to think of them as like, you know, the Sega, um, to Viz Comics Nintendo from back in the, uh, you know, unflipped days when they were the only two composers publishing comics, like a manga regularly. But in the end, you know, it's like, while it was easy to view, like, you know, like Sega is in a, you know, near constant decline these days. They're still like, you know, a major force, but Dark Horse these days, Dark Horse manga still kind of looks like, um, 
less like Sega in the sense that they're not really a force, but they're kind of like um, Konami in the sense that, you know, it took until um, once we realized that, hey, you know, it's like after Metal Gear Solid 5, there wasn't really anything they were putting out. They've been dead for a while. We just haven't realized it. That's that's kind of how I feel about Dark Horse these days. And um, their new, their, the Sherry's new Lone Wolf and Cub does kind of like, like feel like another um, nail in the coffin in there. Now, here's the thing. Putting a sequel to a legendary series like Lone Wolf and Cub is a very tricky proposition, to be sure. But um, Koike... Um, who's writing? Who is still writing this series? But he's now joined by a new artist because Kojima died um, back in 2000. Um, it's like he, um, this new artist, Hideki Mori. Um, guy's got bad skills, honestly. It's like he he does a great job of um, nailing the old school, um, intricately detailed approach that um, Koji, that that um, Kojima had. It's like. And also, like, um, having a much looser, more varied approach to it. Like, well, much as I like Kojima's style, he was also, he also had, like, a, uh, like, a, he was using a lot, the same heads for a lot of, a lot of the same characters. Um, um, Hideki Mori, like, guy will, um, give everyone their, like, like, their distinct appearance, and it's like, and I give him a lot of detail for any every different every different scene it's like he's it's a he's a very worthy successor to what the story that um that kojima is writing more so than the writing itself because new new lone wolf and cub takes place right at the end of the original series with um well everyone dead except for daigoro and um well well um daigoro is like you know left on the beach to just you know fend for himself Along comes a uh, samurai um, guy by the name of Togo Shigikata. He's a um, f- member of the um, Satsuma. He, he is um, from the Satsuma Han. Who uh, and if you if anyone's familiar with um, Dark Horse's um, not in, published in its entirety, Satsuma Kishiden, you'll know that these the Satsuma um, samurai are really hardcore samurai motherfuckers. And um, and Shigakata, well, he's a hardcore samurai motherfucker too, to the point where he realizes that you know Daigoro is the son of Ito Ogami, so he's he's destined to become like a legendary, um, it's like um, like samurai warrior. Now, you'd think that you know, hey, like some guy, some samurai Ronin, um, walking like you know, walking up from on the beach to encounters like Daigoro, you think that yeah, you know, hey, what the fuck does he have? What, what right does he have to be, um, you know, intruding on, on the legendary series? Well, one of the genius parts, well, actually, really the only genius part for new, new Lone Wolf and Cub is that criticism of um, Shigakata is kind of built into um, like the first couple volumes of of New Lone Wolf and Cub to the point where um, Shigakata, like, you know, says that hey, you know, it's like tells guy Daigoro that hey, you know, if my sword sword handle will fit in your dad's scabbard. It's like, your soul will accept me. Your dad's soul will accept me. And, um, so Daigoro does this, he grabs his dad's samurai scabbard, and he does, and, he, and um, lo and behold, she had a sword like fits perfectly. So, hey, first hurdle occurred. First hurdle cleared. Then, you got, um, like, like, she got to encountering the uh, legendary baby cart that, um, 
that Ogami um, like wheeled Daigoro around it. And so when Daigoro sees, um, notices um, Chikata looking, inspecting this, he hits one of the parts on the uh, the handles for the cart, and the, one of the spears on it jumps out. And um, Chikata is is um, quick enough to dodge this. Now, you think that hey, you know, okay, like this little kid just tried to murder me. It's like you know, there's something wrong here. But you know, Chikata looks at this and says, "Ha ha ha! Ah, so I see you were testing me. If you if I was not clear, uh, quick enough to dodge this, then you would not have accepted me as your like." It's like as a successor to your father. It's like yo, just like yeah, that's I, a guy who can kind of laugh off this kind of this kind of um like quote unquote test from a kid who has seen untold murders in front of his son. Yeah, he's kind of um, I think he's kind of worthy to uh, to teach this kid. And also, then you got um another thing in the volume when you find out that um Daigoro um. Like, uh, t- like shows tells tells Shigata where his um father's fortune is being held, and Shigata says, "No, I'm not into that at all." It's like, it's like, yo, we're just gonna like burn these notes. It's like, and we're just gonna like, continue on like the uh, samurai road. And you think, hey, you know, this guy's actually a pretty decent character. I mean, compared to Ogami, who was kind of um very cold, very brisk, you know, very centered on his mission about a vengeance. It's like Shigakata, he's like he's warmer, like um, like more compassionate in like in ways that Ogami wasn't, but he's also um utterly committed to the um like to the role of um to the role of samurai to the point where like, he's the kind of guy who um who says like you know Daigoro, you're not gonna eat until you split this rock right here with this like with this um piece of wood, and lo and behold, you know it's like. He shows that that Daigoro that, 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 that yeah it can be done, and then eventually Daigoro does um, pull this off. So yeah, it's like it's on one hand like you could say it's like it's very like sophisticated child abuse really, but you know it's like if you can if you bought into the um, like to the crate to the uh, to the uh, crazy ass um, like um samurai samurai dedication of lone wolf and cub then you'll probably be able to buy into what like the uh, it's like what's being offered here in New Lofrica between Chigakata and Daigoro. And had the series focused on that, I'd have no problem recommending it to fans of, of the original title. Unfortunately, a large portion of New Lone Wolf and Cub is dedicated to a frankly bonkers and crazy scheme from one of um, the Tokugawa's advisors, a guy, guy Mitsubishi. Um, Matsudara Izunokami, um, who um, sees um, Satsuma as being, and its um, fanatical samurai as being a um, danger to the to the uh, Togawa shogunate, and it aims to uh, get it dissolved. And his his um, efforts to do this involve um, secret, like his his own secret son, who was um, who um, was spirited into samurai. Satsuma Han, like in the body in the body of a whale, while he was posing as a fake Russian who had been swallowed by it, and then um, Matsudaira um, actually burns his own face in order to assume the position of one of um, the uh, key Satsuma officials who was on a boat with um, Shigakata and Daigoro when they were attacked by um, his own men, and also then the uh, main villain is kind of is revealed to be uh, Mamiya Rinzo. Who um, is fully, um, 
filling out his dad, his dad's orders. It's like through a, like through a, through lots of through several groups of um, it's like of a half Japanese, half um foreigner, foreigner samurai. It's like and um like special specialized drug addiction, drug addiction, and it's like it's like and a, like um identity assuming. It's like master of disguise shit, and it's like oh god, it's like it gets to the point where this is so crazy and so ridiculous to the point where you realize that yeah, in the end they probably could have um uh, achieved their goals if they had simply just um stuck with their initial plan to obligate um Shigakata to um deliver this um message and um plant this um item at Satsumahan and just not done anything else beyond that. But they had to um keep hedging their bets and then uh, everything unraveled. So, like I said, the, uh, the stuff with um, Shikata and Daigoro um, in the series is good, but all of the uh, like crazy-ass um, planning to get um, Satsumahan dissolved is just ridiculous and goes cra- crazier and crazier over the course of, this, course of the series. Had, I mean... Had um, Koike simply focused on these two characters, like it would have been like the series probably would have been a much more worthy follow up than it is. As it is, well, I've certainly read worse, um, like um, follow ups to um, worse delayed follow ups to old series. I'm looking at you, Gunsmith Cats Burst. But um, if anyone who like who um, read the original series. Just, of uh, come decided to say, "Hey, you know what? Why not? Why don't I just pick up this new series as, as well?" Well, you could do worse, but you know, it's like, like I said, it doesn't quite embarrass itself. But I don't know. It's like I wouldn't say it's absolutely necessary. If you loved Walt, no, Lone Wolf and Cub to death, and you were just dying for more, then yeah, go pick up the new series. And by the time you're done with it, I'm sure you'll realize that, hey, you know, okay. I'm cool with it. This is all I needed. I'm done. We don't need to see any more series. Though, I gotta admit, it's like at the end of the series, I kind of wanted more, really, because it ends. It does. It ends definitively, but it also ends fairly abruptly too, to the point where, hey, you know, it's like if it just needed one more chapter to show us, you know, what happened to Daigoro after um, this final. What, what happened here. So, I guess, huh, I guess I'm contradicting myself. So, like I said, it's New Love of Cub, not nearly as terrible as you'd expect for a um, decades-long delayed um, sequel follow-up, but not nearly necessary as well. guess just, if you want the, the um, pure Love of Cub experience, just go ahead and stick with um, the original, like, um, 12-volume Omnibi reprint from Dark Horse. And um, go ahead and check out um, like um, Koike and Kojima's other series in Dark Horse, Samurai Executioner, also available in Omnibus format, and Path of the Assassin, um, also like available um, in fifteen volume, um, uh, like original series is fifteen volume edition as well. But I don't think they're going to be reprinting that in Omnibus format as well. But it's also worth mentioning that I guess to. To finally wrap this up here, I kind of felt that for a while that uh, New Lone from Cub was kind of like Dark Horse's like you know like great white hope of a, of a manga series in order to um 
that could reignite their um, publishing fortunes, saying, hey, here's the big sequel to their um, like biggest-selling manga. It's like, hey, how can they um, make this series... Um, and sure they can they can find a way to build on things from here. Well, that didn't happen, and I also think we're lucky that we got all eleven volumes of the series, and it didn't go on hiatus at some point. So, really, it's like the fact that we that this is a, that this is all done is just kind of like one more nail in the coffin as far as Dark Horse goes and Dark Dark Horse manga goes to the point where I'm only buying. Um, New volumes of I Am a Hero, um, the new volumes of Drifters they've they've promised us, which I hope they arri- that that arrives, and yeah, yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, I I'm probably gonna finish off the uh, Shinji Kari Raising Project once they release the final volume, and their new um, Evangelion manga, um, the. Uh, but uh, Pico Pico High School students, the uh, video game centric one from the guys who did the funny funny bits in um, the uh, comic tribute. But that's only because like I'm sure Carl Horn can do a great um, translation job of that. So and show its perspective that it deserves just none at all. But still, you know, it's like now that um, New Lorfacum is done, and that we're probably not going to be seeing any new. Um, Kuike um, manga from Dark Horse. You know, I'd love to be wrong about that, but I don't think I am. So, it's just one more series that, you know, like, like it's kind of marks the end, end of an era at Dark Horse and, you know, part of the end of the slow, de- another um, signpost on the slow decline of once great manga imprint. <laughs> God, that was depressing. Um, John, it's like, come on, man. It's like, you got to, like come around and um, like perk things up to the end, right, well, man? Uh, then I guess I shouldn't ask the question I was going to ask. <laughs> so, um, did you know uh, it? The decline of manga uh, from Dark Horse. I mean, that seems uh, is it just that their publications are down or are they just not translating as much? I mean, what's going on with this dark horse? Well, the problem is that like dark horse only publishes, will only publish stuff as long as it's selling. And you know, that's, I, I can't say that that's a bad, um, that, that they think, Hey, if you're, if you're not selling this stuff, then obviously, yeah, you can't really, um, kind of like, I get anything for not publishing, but at the same time, like you look at every other manga publisher out there, and you know they'll continue a series to the end. I mean, like when I heard that Vertical um, did um, Twin Spica, and they were they just they actually went to um, double um, like doing two and one volumes um, for the last for the back half of their run with it in order to make sure they they were able to get out the entire series. And Dark Horse, well. They haven't been able to uh, pull off something like that. I mean, basically, if if the series does not sell, they're not going to actually like uh, make an effort to actually go out and um, push it further. So that's why that's why a lot of their series that I love, like um, haven't um, it's like like haven't um, made it like are are on permanent hiatus. I mean, I I, I don't think that we'd be seeing. Dark Horse tweeted that we'd be seeing volumes um, four and five of Drifters, 
which have been out in Japan for uh, for um almost for four has been out since um twenty fifteen. Five has been out since came out last year, and the only reason we're going to be seeing these volumes is because the um, anime um, went out pretty well. Mm. So that's the thing. It's like if unless there is a um significant media tie-in, like either anime or live action. Like it doesn't seem that Dark Horse is able to actually manage the uh, manage to sell the stuff. Like I said, that's like that's the case with with um the original series, The Wolf and Cub, because Frank Miller and First Comics have been able to do the hard work for establishing establishing this series. You know, it's like that was one of the reasons that Dark Horse is able to uh, like you know to bring it, to help bring it back, and and also why it's one of their biggest it's their biggest selling manga. Period. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, just a, just as a side note on Lone Wolf and Cub before we sign out, um, there is a very very successful set of movies that were made, and yes. and uh, and I don't know if you, I don't think you mentioned them, but uh, uh, you can get them. Uh, Animago, <laughs> they're still around, and they uh, and they actually hold the licenses for these, I believe. That is correct. And uh, you can pick them. I actually have them on Blu-ray. And um, so uh, they're highly recommended. The first one is uh, is an incredibly famous dub, especially in hip-hop circles. And it's called Shogun Assassin. And um, so uh, – and, and it's um, – I, I – I have not watched that movie all the way through. However, it includes a, uh, um, I believe it includes an interview with Samuel Jackson because he was this is one of his uh, influencing uh, films when he was growing up. Um, so uh, just a little, just a little uh, movie tie-in there, just uh, just you know what the listeners appetites out there so um and those movies also come highly recommended um i don't know how faithful they are to the manga stories but uh, there are six movies um that are based off of them so okay it's i'm looking i have the, I have the wikipedia page for lone wolf and cub up mm-hmm. um there are six japanese movies yes. shogun assassin is listed as is described as an english language dubbed film with 12 minutes from sword of vengeance and most of Baby cart at the river sticks. Mm-hmm. So apparently, this is um, like um, this this influential film, which it's it, it sounds like it's, it's kind of got the, Ro- the Robotech treatment mm-hmm. in the sense that um, you've got like I said, it was just kind of like um, it was um, it was an influential film pe- pieced together from bits of the other films that were that were that yeah. were put out from it. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I'm not saying that I particularly care for that one. I have the I have. Um, I have the original ones from Animago on Blu-ray, um, and they're wonderfully well remastered. Highly recommended. Um, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to, to mention that in passing. No, that means yeah. hey, I, 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 if you, if people liked um, Saw Shogun Assassin back in the day and loved it, and they um, got an appreciated the series, more power to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just also be aware, be aware that hey, if you want the uh, the uh, authentic treatment, there's like the original six six film series. And, of course, 12 volumes of the original manga from Dark Horse. Exactly. All right, so with that, um, do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Uh, I had. Oh, yes. I'm going to be talking about Chew from John Lehman and Rob Guillory, one of the series I've really enjoyed from, from Image over the years, and it finally wrapped up like um, just now. All right, and well, we'll catch you up on Comic Picks by the Glicks next time. Laters. Bye.